Hello, Gerald. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the Mind of the Wu-Tang podcast, another edition, and, and it's definitely a special one. We've got a special guest, Gerald DeBoos, who is also known as the shy guy with a big mouth, is a gifted visionary on a mission to change the consciousness of the world. He has built and advised several multi-million dollar businesses over the last two decades. He is the author of the book, The Formula for Success, Four Steps to Succeed at Anything in Life. Gerald has authored two other books in addition to being an impassioned keynote speaker and an activist. He is the, a father, business cultivator, sales trainer, poet, and a true speaker. Gerald, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm better than I should be and not as good as I will be. Thanks for having me, Drew. Hmm. hmm. That sounds like a that sounds like a riddle. You're not as good as used to be used to be and then but you you uh, I, 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 you you got yeah, messed all of that up. You messed all of that up, but it's okay. Only a guy with a lot of money talks like that. You know, it's it's like it's good and it's bad. That sounds like like the mo money mo problem type of quote. Actually it? actually it's not even a good and a bad thing. It's it's a good and a better thing. That's why I said better than I should be because oh, life. Will be oh, okay. Not like a boost. I will I got be, life will be better. Okay. All right. Understandable. Wow. You know, it, it's you know I'm glad to have a you know guest with that still has this you know pos- big positive energy. Especially we're going into like you know weird times. I wouldn't say tough times, but. It's just, it's just like you know, uh, just because like you gotta keep calm and keep brave, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, you do. Yeah. So, and I don't know, like you know, just like everybody else, especially young kids. You know, like um, like since we're living these times, right? Like I don't know, it, what, 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 you know, what should we do in this time of moment? You know, like like when it comes to using our time time wisely since we're you know stuck in the house getting quarantined like what you know what should we do around these times this is the time for everybody that has ever had a thought of wanting to do something different than where they are in their life or improving or you know just being different than they have been this mm-hmm. is your time. This is the time that where you can study a course, where you can start that business that you've been thinking about, where you can take the hobby that you've been doing and actually maybe turn that into your business. This is a time of opportunity, not a time of lack. I want people to understand that this is a time of opportunity, not a time of lack. Yes, right. your life has adjusted, but how do you adjust to the new normal and make that work for you? Hmm. Mm, great point. See, see, yeah, you have all this time, people, right now. It's not all about like you know staying in the house, watching Netflix with your significant other, and eating Doritos and drinking alcohol. Like, like, do like actually have still have that work mindset. You know, you have a smartphone. Use that. Use that right now. You know, I think the smartphone is probably like the number one number one tool right now. Don't you think, Gerald? Yeah. Uh- well, I, I would say the Internet is the number one tool mm. because you have because you have access to it, whether it's on your smartphone, whether it's on your computer, whether uh, it's 
about how you decide to use the time. And I'm not saying I take some of this time to relax, but it, it's amazing to me that like most of the people I know, this time has made us busier than us having more time. So right now, the demand for the type of work that we do is exceedingly higher right now than it has been even in the last year or so. Because mm. a lot of people are asking the same question you just asked. What do I do with this newfound time that they've had? Because they haven't really looked at how to manage that time to be effective. And that's what's most important, to be effective with your time. Mm, right, right. So, uh, so basically you're saying competition, it's probably like up, like up the roof right now. Like uh, just, you know, people... A lot of people don't realize that. So, like, is this, is it, like, should should they just, like, uh, I don't know, should they, like, rush or should they just, like, uh, you know, still be relaxed but just, you know, you know, do something, like, before before a competition gets too high? Like, I'm not a business person. I'm just, like, it's just, like, my personal thoughts and questions, you know. Right, right. Well, I, I wouldn't, I mean, competition is always going to be high. Mm. But I, I, I would say that when you are, doing your work and not doing a job competition is less because no one can do your work but you so i think this is a time for people to find out what their work is what that thing is that they do better than most people they if if those people went to school for it so right now is the time to understand more of who you really are and start to walk down that path mm. and okay Oh, true, true. And then, and then, then this, 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 that definitely probably goes to every type of business, especially, especially you know, my business, the entertainment business, like you know, the stand-up comedy business. Obviously, comedy clubs are shut down for now. A lot of people that work in comedy clubs, bars, or lounges, or whatever, are getting laid off. So, to you know, all the aspiring artists and all the comedians, which I know a few, like. Some of them are struggling, you know, some of them work full time to get booked to make people laugh. But now, you know, now they can't do the work for now. Like I, I, you know, some some comedians are just selling their, you know, even 10, 15 minute specials on YouTube for like cheap five dollars. You think like, you know, I'm you think that's like probably the like the other best way for us comedians, you know, slash entertainer, you know, to hustle right now. Right. Just like sell our comedy. Well, well I, I would say that it's not about the hustle. It's about building right now. It's an opportunity for every entertainer to build. I mean, the Internet has leveled the playing field more than it was way back even 10 years ago. Mm. So right now, with people being trapped in the house, with people looking for things to do, now is a time for some of the entertainers to be able to say, you know what, hey, versus going to a comedy club why don't I do my own comedy special? Do do something on a Facebook Live where or or an Instagram Live where you just invite people out and then drive them to maybe, hey, I'm going to have a 15-minute show, you know, admission free to $5, right? Now, mm -hmm. think about this. If you get if you charge 5 to 10 bucks for somebody to watch your little comedy special, and I won't call it little, but I'm just saying when people are struggling, that that's the mindset they have. So I'm not saying it's little, but a lot of people will call it little, their little thing. 
But when you frame it in the word little, it makes you not respect the work as much as you should. So people won't respect it as much as they, they will only respect it as much as you do. So don't ever call something little. But I'm just talking to those people that say those words, right? You're a little special. So if you have your own thing where you're doing a YouTube live, a Facebook live, an Instagram live, whatever that thing is, right? And you drive them to something where you're charging $5 a head. If you get 25 people in there, you make $125 to $250. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And, you know, 20, 25 people that watches like, uh, you know, you know, social media live, whether, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, like if you, if you know, if you're not a comedian, that's considered not a lot, not a lot of people watching, just watching you talk live. But 25, that's like, like a big amount in like a comedy club. That's, that's what we like, like, like want to see like 25 people in the crowd. That's like perfect, you know, but <laughs> So, so what, so what I would suggest is for comedians and entertainers that are just starting is to do what some of the coaches and trainers and all these people that are on the internet telling you, oh, right now you got to do internet stuff and you do, mm. but to do it in, intentionally. So the same way you would do a comedy club show, why don't you do a virtual comedy club show? Three, maybe four or five of you get together, maybe charge 15, 10, $10 to watch the show. People need entertainment right now. Everybody is watching Netflix. Everybody is watching Hulu. They're bored out of their minds. So the chance to get actual human-to-human interaction, get some fresh entertainment, and maybe two or three people do a show, and maybe you all decide who how you divide up that money, but two or three people, and maybe you charge instead of $5, you charge $15 so that each person can make $5 a head, and you get 50 people in a room now versus 10 or 15, versus 10 to 20 people. Because you all market together. Oh wow! Hmm, interesting, man. After this recording's over, I'm probably going to hear this part like re- on rewind like ten million times just to get that and just like write, do like a math problem on my notebook, man. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm just like, man, that's that. You know, that's interesting. You know, like that. You know, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually a great idea. But at the same time. You know, us comedians, especially stand-up comics, we got we get used to like going to, you know, uh, a mic like a like a comedy club or a bar and perform stand-up in, in front of a live crowd. Like to me, I feel like 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 this is like this is going through a change right now. Just like we're doing telling jokes on live, it, it's going to feel weird because we're not like in front of like you know you know human contact. Like, uh, like, you know, like, like how we used to do, but it's just like, now we got to, re- we don't hear the laugh. Now we got to rely on like the freaking comments saying, ha, 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 see, but that's why I said that that's the key here. That's mm-hmm. why I said you do a live to drive them to the actual show. You do that on a webinar platform or on a zoom call where you see the faces where you're not doing it on a live and reading comments. You actually get to see the people. So you drive them to something where you can get that human to human interaction because that's what it's about. Right. So once you do that and now what you've done is you haven't localized the market. You're not just trying to get 20 people in Virginia or 20 people in New York. You now have a worldwide audience where you can get 20 to 50 people that may need that kind of entertainment. Mm, Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like it's not like. It's like when it comes to interacting with you know with the globe with the world, you're going 
get people watching ten times faster than like people like try like coming paying tickets to go inside a building. Wow, hmm, that's interesting. Hey, it's fast as hell. And I think okay, this this is going to benefit a lot of us. Wow, okay. Yeah, if if people take the action, that's the thing. What are you going to do with the time? Are you going to sit back and say, oh, wow, we can't go to comedy clubs? Or are you going to bloom where you're planted? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's a good point. Take action, people. That's all you got to do. Just pull the damn trigger. You know what I'm saying? So, mm, interesting, man. Uh, so, how you know, you know, Gerald, like, uh, you think, I don't know, like, uh, I hear stories about, like, I'm not scared of the the virus. Or, you know the coronavirus, you know, or getting, getting, you know, getting catch with it. But like, you know, since I was a kid, you know, you know how, you know, immigrant families, especially Vietnamese families, they're all about like teaching their kids, you know, good hygiene. You know, my 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 mom did uh, caught, like, you know, catches me not washing my hands or whatever. She'll like literally, like, slap me in the back of the head. So we got, I got used to that. I'm, I'm get, I got used to good hygiene. But I'm mostly scared about the, you know, the future of the economy now. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, should we say, like, we shouldn't be nervous? Like, we should, like, you think this is going to go through, like, the next, like, uh, Great Depression or even worse than that? Absolutely not. No. Mm. I, I don't feel that. Right now, people are are just redirecting where they're spending their money. And the market will adjust to that. Right now, there is a lot of fear. There is a lot of panic because this is the unknown. And when people see the unknown, the first thing they do is retract. Usually like, oh, my God, I have to hoard stuff. But as you've seen over the weekend, even here in the D.C. area, they did not have a cherry blossom festival. But people were determined to try to go out and do something. So the same thing is going to happen here. People are going to spend money. People are going, but they're just going to redirect their dollars, right? Right now, people are buying stuff on Amazon. Right now. Mm, yeah. Right now, somebody's spending money somewhere. So this economy will not die. It will adjust to the climate. Right now, it's just paranoia, and that's usually the initial response. Okay. All right. Now I feel a little bit better. But, you know, man, you know, we just got to get used to, like, you know, going into, like, uh, like, you know, the Star Wars type of theme, you know, <laughs> not war, just the star, like the future, you know, every, like, you know, we're going to become like robots, you know, that's it. You think it's going to, you know, get into that point, like we're getting to that point where literally like we're getting into like artificial intelligence, doing things online, on the computer, you know, virtually. You think it's just like it's the time now. It's the time right now. Right. Yeah, that, that's the times we're heading for. And I, I believe this just serves as a wake up call for people that have not taken that seriously because machine learning is happening. AI is happening. So how do you live in that new climate? How do you create a better a better life for yourself in that type of climate? And this is giving everybody an opportunity to examine how they could live in that world. Right. How do you make a living in that world? So mm-hmm. now is the opportunity to learn, to educate yourself, to go after that thing that you've been waiting on, that, that you're like, you know what, I've always wanted to do this, to rethink your business models so that you can sur- not only survive, but thrive in that new world. Mm, okay, okay. 
that's interesting. Yeah, that's, it should be exciting. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I I, I really can't wait. You know, I don't I don't mind being like the Luke Skywalker and everything. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> just changing times, and then you can be you can be like you know my Obi Wan Kenobi and everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll be Obi Wan. I'll, I'll be singing in the background. <laughs> oh my God! But I need you. There's like you know, the, you know, like some sort of Sith Lord or you know, a future Darth Vader, you know, coming through. You know, you know, because us humans, like we, we like, we always like to fight each other. There's no, like, we like peace, but at the same time, we gonna fight. Like, you know, you know, like so. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get my back for that. You know, because people, Gerald, Gerald the boss. Right here, I I say like the bows, you know, like like he, this guy, this guy's big man, like you know, this guy looks like he can like you know help you with like help you with knowledge about money. He can also he he looks like he can protect you at the same time. So yeah, I need your back, man. I need to stand behind your back so nobody can see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, man, here's the thing I would say, and and, and I do want to say this that if people stop concerning themselves with fighting with fighting against one another and versus fighting for each other, because that's the world we need right now. That's the world that you will thrive in when you understand that, that it's not about competition. It is truly about collaboration mm. and companionship. So if I see you as a colleague versus a competitor, I will help you. But if I see you as a competitor, it automatically puts you in that fight mindset. Oh, I have to fight Drew because he's another comedian. I can't worry about Drew because I got to worry about me. But if I look at you as a colleague and I know that you're struggling and I understand that you're going through something, I can say, you know what, Drew? Nah, matter of fact, I'm doing this. Why don't you come to this? Because this would help you. Mm. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, a lot of historians, you know, especially like, like, you know, uh, business historians, well, like they talk about like, you know, business people from back in the day, like the oil salesmen, like the Rockefeller or the Vanderbilt or, you know, the J.P. Morgan's They They said back in the day, like Rockefeller, like, hey, you know, one of his quotes, he was like, when I do business deals, I make sure I get the better end of the bargain, no matter what. But they also said today people don't realize this. That's uh, the new business mindset is like we got to work with each other, help each other. You know, I think that's for business, business wise that I think I'm glad that, you know, that that's going through that time right now, because, you know, instead of like being competitive, like, you know, like those old school businessmen back in the day. Now we're going in now we're going into like a, you know, unselfish, you know, like time and era when it comes to the world of business. I'm glad for that. Well, well, even then, Rockefeller didn't succeed because he was by himself. The Rockefellers, the Fords. The J.P. Morgans, all of them would work together. Carnegie, all of those people worked in a group. They mm. started original chamber of commerces. They started. They started local unions. They started all the groups. So there's always been a sense of community because without community, you can never prosper. Right. And they understood that. They may get those quotes attributed to them, right? Like I always make sure I get the better end of the deal. Yeah. Because he was looking at it's a win-win, but he wants to win more. Mm. However, he did do stuff with Carnegie. He did do stuff with Ford. He did do stuff with people because that's how he achieved. 
there would be no Rockefeller if there was no community behind them. Yep. Yep. True that. That's why there's a quote, uh, uh, a king never stands alone. You know, that's a great quote. That's one like, like what the the history you just uh, you just described right there. That's one good example of it. A king never yeah. stands alone. Yeah, because if you have no kingdom, you're not really a king. You're a person. Yep, yep. You, you might as well like you're just in your like small little man cave in the treehouse or something. <laughs> yep. Hmm. So, hmm, interesting. In order to be a leader, there must be followers. In order to be a leader, there must be followers. Yeah, oh, most definitely, most definitely. And, you know, getting out a little bit of the business sense right now, how about, you know, I see you, like, I feel like, you, you know, you're good with the ladies back in the day, too. I'm not calling you old, but somebody like me. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you were calling me old, but, but it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Because, like, right now, because like right now, like the like with the online dating apps, it, it's like dating, like having finding a significant other. It's starting to become like a business right now with the with the swipe left, swipe right, and all that thing. And then people that make those that apps, they they make a lot of money on it. But you know, it's just you think that you, you think it's uh, the the online dating. You think that's uh, good for us young people, or like uh, should we just like still continue on, like you know, personal. Uh, Eye, eye to eye contact, you know, like uh, right now, especially we can't really, you know, we're self distancing ourselves from like everybody. Like, so how, how can we, you know, improve our charm like in these times right now also? <laughs> well, improving charm is, is, is always a personal journey. I can't really uh, say how to do that, but I think online dating is good for people that like mm-hmm. it. You know, you, you, what, whatever you, however you're comfortable interacting with people, just do it. Interact with people, what, whether that's online, whether that's in person. But don't be afraid to be you. Okay. And, you know, be upfront with who you are, your quirks, the, the, the little things that you think are odd. Be willing to share that with people because guess what? Somebody else has that quirk or is interested in that thing that you think nobody else is interested in. Mm. Now, I'm not saying to go up to somebody and say, hey, I love watching murder movies because I, I think it's interesting how the killers kill people. Don't divulge <laughs> that right away. That's not intelligent. But, uh, you know, if if you happen to love chocolate, if you love crazy, if you love what, what some people call slapstick comedy, if you love that stuff, talk mm, about it. Okay. Be willing to share your heart. That's part of the charm that most people don't have because they're trying to be too cool, too smart, too hip. Yep. Word up. Word up. Because I learned, you know, I learned that a little bit myself because, you know, uh, the, you know, one of my best friends, he like a while, a while ago, he just told me the same thing. Kind of like what you're saying this is like, don't try too hard to, you know, to, you know, approach like women like uh, just he said, like, act like don't think about it don't think about it and then they'll come to you because just act like you mind your own business and then they'll come to you and then when i had that mindset a little bit and it worked because you know because it just shows that you're relaxed you know you're you're cool you're down to chill like you know talk you know like it it, it doesn't show confidence like but it just shows that you're relaxed and then when you're relaxed that's when the confidence comes you know and that's what i discovered and uh well well i will tell you this Confidence is more attractive to 
no matter who it is. Confidence attracts people. Oh, yeah. So you have to be comfortable with who you are. And if you show that confidence, you will naturally attract people. And that's in business. That's in personal relationships as well. Mm, no, no doubt. No doubt. Confidence. It's the only key. That's how human beings, you know, moved on. It's called confidence. You know, they, it's like everybody follows the leader. Yep. No matter what. And speaking of dating, let's say, you know, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of young kids right now probably FaceTiming a girl, you know, that right now that we like or, you know, have want to mingle with. So. And she like if a girl says come over, should we should we do it or just like still stick with the rules and not get people sick? <laughs> <laughs> I will leave that to your personal discretion, <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, you say you say like go try something new in this type of era, like oh, like 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 FaceTime sex, right? Until this thing is over, right? Yeah. And then they feel each other out first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, man, I, I, I would say, you know, use your own personal discretion, but be as safe as possible. This is a crazy time as far as health. And mm. though people may not be exhibiting uh, signs or symptoms, you never know. So it's really playing Russian roulette with your life and theirs. Mm. So I, I would say just be be cognizant of the decision that you're making. Of course, of course. Always, always use your brain, no matter what. All right. Yes. So, so Gerald, you know, you know, Mister, you know, since you don't, you know, have quite a few money, I'm not, I'm not going to brag about your money. I know business people; they don't brag about it. They just brag about the, you know, the thought, you know, of it. Like, how, how's, how's, how's quarantine working out for you right now? Like, is you watching Netflix, like uh, Amazon? You enjoying like movies or whatever? Well, as I said earlier on the call, I mean, this has been an even busier time than normal for me. You know, uh, not not being able to get out doesn't mean that work is slowed down. It's actually increased. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's been very busy. Bus business has been picking up and it's because so many people are afraid because so many people are panicked by the situation that they, they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I survive in this? How, how do I make this work? And that that's drawn them to a lot of people that do the work that we do. So yeah, mm -hmm. haven't had much time for Amazon as, as you know, um, as much as other people have, I'm working on working in some more free time, but it's just been a very, very busy time. It's doubly busy right now. Mm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're, you're, you're probably yeah, you're probably looking like an introvert right now, like a you know like a video game nerd just in front of your laptop like 24/7. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, well, pretty close to it. I, I have phone calls and uh, video calls a lot, so consistently back to back to back. You should, hey Gerald, business idea. You should get into video games. You should actually become a gamer. But yeah, I, I want to see you. Cause uh, you know, video games like video games like uh like is a new sport right now. Like that people post tournaments yeah. on YouTube. You should get into that. I'm being that serious. You'll be a popular competitor in the video game competition, Gerald. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what? Well, that's interesting. Why? Well, I, I, I'm wondering why you feel that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is like you know. I, I just wanna. I just want a video game rival. You know. Don't, 
Don't worry. I haven't been playing video games for a while. I haven't had a system for quite a minute. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, uh, let me know. Let me know when you have your next competition. I, I'll see if I can tune in for a second. Yeah, I've never been in a competition, but I'm just saying that uh, we should join one or even like create one. You know, this is like yeah, I, I bet you like gamers and even little kids will love you. You know, like you know, a big fella like you playing video games. You know, this is like you'll probably be the only. You'll probably be the biggest dude in the whole scene. <laughs> Man, Every, stop everybody it. else with everybody, everybody else, you know, it's it's gonna be like you know, skinny people, glasses, you know, mostly Asians, like people that look like me, but with with like glasses on, you know, Indians, you know, and then you know, people, you know, like guys that doesn't get laid a lot. So yeah, yeah, like you, you, you might change the game. <laughs> you might change the game, man. We need we need an actual image of a real looking boss, dominating. Yeah, <laughs> You're, you're a wild guy, Drew Vu. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. A wild, a wild guy has always had some, like, wild ideas. Don't you think? You know, it's good. It's healthy, I think. Don't you think? It, 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 it's, it's good to have. It's always good to think about stuff, man. It's always good to use your brain to expand what what's possible. Uh, you know, uh, don't just expand it, though. Work on it. Mm, true that. You got to work on it. Like that's, It's like you always tell me, don't. Don't always grind, build, because, you know, people going to nine to five, that's grinding. But it's just the difference is building yourself. Hmm. Exactly. There's a big difference between grinding and building. Mm. Yep. And it's it's funny, like, you know, uh, you know, the grocery store that, you know, I that I work at and that you always go to. I'm not going to mention the, the store because, you know, that company is always uh, like like low key when it comes to their name. You know, that's why I guess they're like the Roman Empire of all grocery stores and everything. It's just, you know, I remember the, uh, I remember the day, like, you know, um, you know, I was closing at the job, you know, the seafood department. And then I was looking, obviously like, you know, feeling like shit. And I remember you came in and you just saying hello. Right. And then like, you just, you just noticed that in one second that I was feeling like shit. And I was just like saying, fuck this job, man. Like, I, I shouldn't be, be, why would it make me close? I remember you gave me a pep talk like a fucking drill sergeant. And he's like, basically like, so if you want to be successful, you got to find and figure out the way to like just start doing it. Don't be a bitch. I think you said those exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. All, all I said, I, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm, I'm always an advocate for if you don't like your situation, change it. Mm. Um, there, there's no need in crying and pouting. That has never changed it or solved the problem. What are you going to do? Exactly. If you want to do it, don't, don't keep talking shit about it. Go do it. Go do that thing. Yep. I think, yep. I think those are the exact words. I remember the tone of voice, at least. It was intimidating. I'm just like, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. You know, <laughs> I, I, I licked off the, you know, I licked off my tears like a freaking frog, you know, in one second. And then I was like, I just changed it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I man listen I, I just want people to be the best version of themselves because the world needs it it affects me when you aren't the best version of you yep exactly and i remember you know i purchased i purchased uh your, your book the the formulas for success uh the force the the four steps to see that anything in life like i remember see like i i bought it because i not just i need help because I don't, like, cause you came to one of the comedy shows I was at, and then I was, 
you know, thank you for doing that. So, but when I, when I bought your book, like, I think that like reading your book was probably one of the main, like, uh, main pro like main thing that made my mind just like, you know, it took, you know, a little bit more initiative, took, took more action because what I, like, what I noticed about your book, you know, not just like you could read it, but you, like you, that book turned into a freaking like school journal <laughs> and shit. I never wrote so much in my life. Like right, <laughs> right after, like, you know, I decided to drop out of college and everything. I was just like, why am I writing so much? Holy shit. But the good thing about like your book, it, it, like, like you force people just to be so fucking honest about themselves and just write, like write what they think, what they want and everything. Like it, it, that's, I was just like, huh. That's why, like you know, people buy 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 this uh, buy this man's book. Like it'll it'll change your life forever. It changed my life, you know. So you know, it got me got me uh, got me more brave. And then like you know, I I noticed like you know, some ladies looked at me because I could tell they could tell that my testosterone level went higher because of your book. So and uh, yeah, buy his book, people. It, it, it's like. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, Drew, man. Um, yeah, I, I wrote the book for people to have their own personal journey to success, man. And, you know, that all starts internally. And I can't tell you what that looks like. So we have to work on that together. You have to do that work. You have to start making those type of decisions. And when people start to do that, they start to notice how, wow, you know, I've been looking at this way, something this way. They get new perspectives. They get new perception. And all of a sudden, the world opens up to them differently. So um, yeah. that, that's why I wrote the book that way. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, you know, just sorry, sorry to, you know, say this in front of, a, you know, uh, older gentleman like you. But me, like my like young guy like me and my friends, this like this is how we say this is the version how we say that say the, what you just said. My dick is hard now. You know, so <laughs> but, you know, oh, silent. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. My parents taught me well. My parents taught me well. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. I got I got I got good table manners. Don't worry. Don't worry, Gerald. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm certain you do, Drew. Yeah, that's why you my boy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gerald. But you know, I think uh I think uh you know time's almost up for this uh like for this uh for this podcast, but one more time, Gerald, where can people follow you? If people want to find me in the space that we like to call cyber, they can easily find me at uh, www.thethenewwealthorder. The New Wealth Order. Not New World Order, <laughs> New Wealth Order. Um, and if they want to find me on social media, it's not too hard to find me. Gerald, G-E-R-A-L-D, Dubose, D-U-B-O, no I, I am he, D-U-B-O-S-E. Gerald Dubose, you can find me on LinkedIn. Facebook, not on Twitter as much, but LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Gerald DeBose. All righty. And please, people, purchase his book, The Formula for Success, Four Steps to Succeed uh, in Anything in Life. Well, Gerald, it is such an honor to have you on my podcast. And thank you for, like, you know, giving me, like, the knowledge of just pulling the trigger and taking action, you know, just changing me, you know, changing me to be more, like, aggressive person to like pursue my dreams like thank you so much uh, hopefully 
like uh, if you, you you spread your philosophy and your knowledge to the world. I hope you st- I hope you continue on doing that, sir. Oh man, thanks thanks for having me, Drew. Very very proud of the um, man you're becoming, and look forward to seeing you continue to prosper and you touching the lives of people and making us all laugh just a little bit more. All right, no problem. I definitely will do that, especially you know especially during these tough times right now and after these times are over. So, thank you, Gerald. Thank you for be- being on the show. I will talk to you again very soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks. No problem.